This is a HeadGum Podcast. Am I also supposed to be... I feel like if I was taking an improv class, there would be no way I couldn't do that as well. I think that's the number one thing. Oh, you... Like when someone starts clapping, you're supposed to clap too? Have to join in, even if you have no emotional So Wait, so yes and applies to to bodily functions as well, is what you're saying? I'm almost positive. Okay. I just feel like if I was surrounded by people who are fresh into the improv world and I started clapping or singing, they would have no choice. But to join in. <laughs> right? That's kind of... Can you yeah, picture it? I can picture it. All right. I can dig it, too. Mm-hmm. Hey, guys. Welcome to Dynamic Banter. Uh, Mike Falzone and I, uh, if this is your first time listening to the podcast, welcome. Uh, welcome. Uh, what we do is, is we talk about... Um... Well, if I could jump in here and help you out. Basically... I've come over here. We live pretty close. Mm-hmm. You turn that on, and we just kind of talk back and forth. Yeah. Um, just about like, you know, if I could interject, um, <laughs> what if we kept this bit going for the whole episode? I, I'm confident that we could. Oh yeah, we could. But I think if we were going to. I don't think it's a great I, I shouldn't have mentioned it. I think we should have just did it. <laughs> this is the only way that could have ended. <laughs> By what you just said. Um, I, you know, for those of you curious about what Mike and I talk about before we start recording, it's Uh-oh. really not much. We like, we'll, we'll kind of catch up. Yeah. We'll talk about some things that we probably either shouldn't talk about on on mic or what you wouldn't want us to really go yeah. on about or we'll air grievances we have with each other or well yeah we'll address <laughs> issues like adults we're very we're we have a good friendship we have a great friendship yeah because we, we do address issues and but we do it in a very constructive way there's never any anger or animosity or tension and then we just take care of business and then we're good yeah I love that. Mike. I think if you're an adult and yeah. you're approaching your mid thirties and you do, can't do that, <laughs> something's wrong. Then you shouldn't have a podcast. <laughs> well, you shouldn't have a podcast with someone else like that. Yeah. <laughs> one of you, if you have a friend group, one of you is allowed to be like that. Yeah, yeah. But everyone else, as long as everyone else is assertive and an adult. You'll have a great time. So you you have five people in your crew. At least one other person has to want to be like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know what? If they're not like that and you bring it up that they're like that. You got a bunch of Rob Fees. If you've got a bunch of Rob <laughs> Fees, then you need to do something about that. <laughs> oh, dude, I have been like, I don't know Rob as well as you do, but obviously we're whatever you want to call us now. And I've been searching for... I think you guys are friends. You guys are friends. We're, we are friends, yeah. but I've been searching for as much bad stuff about Rob Fee as So you I can, can get, get back at him? But there's nothing like that really bothers me. Well, Truly. I think we have to have kind of like a Royal Rumble sort of situation on I'm the podcast. In. I don't even know what that means when I'm there. <laughs> <laughs> I don't perfect, care what it perfect. means. I think we need to air grievances live on air and get it out of the way so we can all move on. The Grievances podcast. <laughs> I like that better than this, I think. This is like when we almost called this podcast History Road. Yeah. I think we had another turning <laughs> yeah. point. 
<laughs> Welcome to Grievances. Man, what if we had called this podcast History Road? I don't think it would have been as good. I stopped caring about that. Listen, I'm thinking about this Grievances <laughs> thing okay, right now. Okay, let's talk Seriously. about it. Let's talk about you it. You know all the shitty like drama YouTube channels? I've heard of are? it. Yeah. Yeah, you don't watch them because you're not 13. Yeah, right. Uh, but basically, there are YouTube channels that try to build their success off of like the drama of other YouTubers, like oh, yeah. a YouTube TMZ. Oh, yeah. What if we had this podcast, Grievances, and instead of just like airing fucking shitty drama, we would have the two people... <laughs> That the drama was about face-to-face sitting at this table. This would be the most short-lived podcast ever because I guarantee you no one would do it. No one would agree to be on? Yeah. That's because everyone is... Chicken shit. I'm trying to figure out what you can call people now. (laughs) (laughs) I think a lot of people in this Passive aggressive? That's that's the nicest possible way. Yeah. I guess that makes the most sense because they wouldn't sit down at a table and like look across at somebody else. I mean, maybe you could do like a call-in situation. No. A call-in Quinn. <laughs> Shouldn't Colin Quinn have a podcast called Colin Quinn? And it's like a show where he has people call in. Yeah. And, and he just. And talk about Better Call Saul. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Call in Quinn. And he has Colleen from uh, <laughs> Miranda Sings on as his yeah. guest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. His like hip. Uh, <laughs> this is this is the person that knows what's going on in the world right now. Yeah, yes. he needs the the hip uh, in touch with pop culture. And mm-hmm. oh no, why is there a knock on what my door? F is that? Hold on, Mike. Just stay here and keep talking. I'm gonna figure this out. You want me to keep this podcast going? Yes, please. Oh my goodness. Well, I want to talk to you specifically about. Well, here's an interesting situation. There's somebody at the door. It's probably. I okay. I hope that some of you guys could hear this. Okay, so Steve just got a delivery for something. And now I'm carrying this podcast while somebody's delivering something to Steve's bedroom. And this is an artistic uh, uh, directorial decision to keep this podcast going while there are strangers in the apartment. Steve is now uh, all the way uh, in his bedroom. Door is closed with this strange man. Uh, I don't know what he's delivering. Uh, Steve seems excited about it. Uh, can't wait to have a full conversation. I Again, I'm just at the table by myself. Can't wait to have a full conversation about what is being delivered as soon as Steve gets back. Steve, <laughs> I've been holding up the podcast. All right, let me say this quick before they come back. Yeah. <laughs> so <clears throat> my the master bedroom, uh-huh. which is where I am, where sure. I sleep, um, it has a bathroom in it also. How many bidets in that bathroom? Just two. One in the shower and one on the toilet. Do you replace your shower head? Sometimes you want to a bidet. <laughs> a full bidet. <laughs> it's nice to shower with just a tiny stream and it's better for the environment. It's just a nice little it takes about seven hours to take a full shower. Between that and the fiat, you have virtually no carbon footprint. Yeah, it's the Earth nice. has no idea you're here. <laughs> And that's the way I'd like it. Tread lightly. Um, I hope the earth doesn't remember me, too. Um, <clears throat> dude, so here's what's going on. <laughs> You're well on your way. <laughs> you, have, you have too many YouTube montages made by other people for the earth to ever forget you. <laughs> Damn it, I fucked up already. 
<laughs> All right, so here's what's going on. The master bathroom, f- like frame, the frame of the doorway to the master bedroom or uh-huh. bathroom in the master bedroom um, has like, it's always been kind of like messed up in the corner. Like it's kind of broken a little bit. Would you call it cattywampus? No, cattywampus would be like a problem. Yeah. I'd say it's more bugaboo. Sure. <laughs> You have a bugaboo door frame. It's a bugaboo door frame. Yeah. And um, I noticed it when I very first moved in, and I didn't care. Every once in a while when you open the door to the bathroom or close it, like the whole corner shifts a little yeah. bit. The whole apartment upstairs uh, The whole apartment moves, <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's some pictures fall in the living room when I open the bathroom door in my bedroom. <laughs> uh, but no, it's just, it's never been a problem. And then it started raining uh-huh. real bad. Fuck that bad. That's okay. What is that bad? I don't know because I want to talk about it. And I don't want to talk about it. But I just think because I'm thinking it's weird. I just thought it was way weird. I know, but I don't want them to hear it. So anyway, really quick. Um, it rained really bad. Like in December. Remember yeah. when it was like raining like a motherfucker? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and suddenly a split above in the middle of the door frame up mm-hmm. top started leaking water. Oh, no. Like a fuck ton of it. And so I had to put down a bucket. and A metric fuck ton. A metric fuck ton. And I put down a bucket, and it started to collect the water, and I was like, holy shit, is this whole bathroom door frame going to fucking come down or something? Yeah. So Now you have nowhere to be during an earthquake. I know. It's awful. It's awful. That door frame is not safe. Uh -uh. Um, So I called my landlord and was like, this is a problem. And and they were like, oh, okay, we'll just put down plastic, make sure none of the water gets in the carpet, you know, mildew, all that. Mm -hmm. And we'll, we'll figure it out. So fast forward to like two weeks ago, I get a call asking if they can come this Thursday, which is right now. To Checks out. In the morning yeah. to check out the thing. And all it was was a message on my phone that I never uh, responded to. So th- But surprise. in my head, I was always like, oh, I'm going to respond to that because I need to do that. I That's need to schedule it. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. the thing is, is I did not confirm anyone. Yeah. I didn't confirm this was a good time. Right. I didn't say I'm here. I didn't say, yeah, come on by. Yeah. So that happening is a little strange, but also I'm okay with it. And it's weird now that we're going to have these strange men walking in and out of the I apartment. I think it's way funnier. But sure, let's just do it. A uh, couple things. Uh, Something I'm sure that you know by now about landlords is they don't give a shit. They really don't. About anything that's happening in your personal life. No. So this isn't a good time for me doesn't mean anything. Doesn't compute. So even if you were to call up and say, not the best time, that wouldn't (laughs) They'd be like, well, it is for us. Well, (laughs) I understand that and I hear you, but I don't care. Yeah. Yeah. there's nothing has ever been done on my timeline from a landlord. Yeah. Uh, especially in the place that I live now. Right. Uh, to the point where Zoya almost came to blows with her. Oh, shit. Because she tried man, to like. I love Zoya. She's like, she's not even real. She's not real. Man. She's kind she's of a like robot. a, she's like a scrappy superhero. Yeah. Uh, I love it. She doesn't take shit from anybody. She really doesn't, dude. That's our so our great. landlord like tried to kind of fucked us over and tried to uh, smooth things over with Zoya and by going in and hugging her. And you don't try to touch an no, Albanian person no. 
when they don't want to be touched or anyone, but yeah. especially Albanian people, I think. And she was just like, you need to get away from me right now because there's going to be a problem. <laughs> you can't just, you can't, I don't care like how lovey-dovey you're feeling. If you go in to hug someone who like, that's the last thing they want, that's going to be a bad day. See, my thing is, is like, and this is wrong. This is the wrong way to deal with things. <laughs> like Zoya deals with things the right way. <laughs> the wrong way to do it is to, because in my my thing is, is I'm too nice, mm-hmm. and so I'm hearing so many noises. Well, the other door like... frame isn't trouble. <laughs> They're all going one the by one. The thing is, is that I'm too nice, uh-huh. and if I was in a fight with like my landlord and they were being assholes, they're in the wrong. Mm-hmm. And I'm being aggressive because they're in the wrong and I'm trying to do what's right, which is right. This is all correct so far. Keeping your calm is right. Keeping your calm, dealing with it, whatever. If I was in an argument with my landlord and then it came down to the point where they're still being an asshole Mm -hmm. the whole time, but then finally we reach an agreement and then the asshole comes to my, to their unit (laughs) to say they're sorry to me, but they're still an asshole. I would consider that. And if they were like, I come in for a hug, I would be like, this is an asshole who's like doing something, who's at least doing the like right thing and yeah. saying I was wrong and I'm sorry. Yeah. So like, I would be like, all right, here's the hug. Now get the fuck out of here. But Zoya is like doing the right thing, Zoya's, which is, yeah. you're an asshole. Uh-huh. So even this moment of niceness, if even if it's veiled with like, your own motivations and I brought your own... a, I brought a basket. Yeah, like you brought a basket. You only did it to make yourself feel better and yeah. you know it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The right thing to do is to see right through that yeah. and say, no, you, and get out now. You hit the nail on the head. What you do also isn't wrong. It just it's, yields different results. It does, yeah. It maybe gets the conflict over with quicker. Exactly. But Zoya's thing is like, she's better at... Uh, 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 she <laughs> she's better at like uh, seeing through someone right more than anyone I've ever known. And the thing is with That's that, amazing. Is, like, she doesn't want there to be a conflict either. She's very comfortable in right. conflict because right. she can handle herself. Right. But it's like if she's like, why would she accept her apology just because it's your favorite time to apologize. Like <laughs> right, if Zoya's right. not over it exactly. yet, she's going to be like, I'm not done. And she has every right. And you, you guys can go ahead and interrupt me at any time. If you've got to talk to me. Okay? Yeah. Don't no worry about it. Yeah. <laughs> no one listens to this podcast. Uh, I want to talk to you desperately about, uh, first of all, your building moves too much. I'll what say do you that. mean it moves too much? Remember when your whole shit shattered because of ghosts? Oh, yeah. Your yeah. building moves too much, I think. Yeah, I think that's might, what's happening. Maybe here. you're right. Maybe it's just... Smoking? Mike's referring to the, the guys just went out. <laughs> into the, on the deck. On where the deck. Owen smokes. What if Owen was suddenly <laughs> out there, too? They needed a lighter, so I didn't go to work. <laughs> and he knew. He knew somehow. <laughs> um... I could be helpful there or helpful here. <laughs> Dude, uh, yeah, I like I like Zoe. I want to learn from her. Would she teach me how to be a little bit more assertive Absolutely. and aggressive? And... She, you should have her on this podcast with you without me here. Oh, that's a great idea. Yeah, if you can't do it, I would yeah. love that. I and think that's great. she desperately wants to come on the Lost Podcast. Yes, we were just talking about this last night. So um, 
uh, and I want to connect the dots a little bit if there's a way to connect them and if there's even dots to connect. But I but I want to I want to ask you something as soon as I make this statement. Zoya texted me. <laughs> the preface for your book is 13 pages. <laughs> Before I start this book, let me say a few things about why I'm making this book and then let's do the prologue. I want to talk to you about the person who wrote the forward for this book. And also I want to talk about books and where books even came from. First, before we get into this. You know what, man? I'm currently reading a Jim Henson biography book. Cool. And I'm enjoying it, and it was heavily recommended. And like Neil Patrick Harris is like all about it. Like you got to read this book, and it's it's it seems like a really 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 good book. Uh-huh. But like I'm reading like the first twenty pages or something, and um, it's like so much about the Henson family. Oh yeah, but there's always the part in the beginning of every autobiography yes. about the childhood part that you don't care about. Yeah, about. but yeah. It, and it's like. Look, I love Jim Henson. Uh-huh. Like I forever will. He's in my heart no, always. Regardless of what you're going to say, no one's going to doubt that. Right? Yeah. <laughs> so, I have a good example I can back you up. Okay, good. So, I I get it. I get why it's there, and I think there are people <clears throat> who are absolutely into it mm-hmm. and they're like Great. I would love to hear, you know, maybe some people are interested in lineology or Lee Newton, Lee Newton. Uh, Maybe they're interested in in kind of genetic. I mean, genetics sort of because you can kind of what I'm reading right now. (laughs) I know when I think of the Jim Henson autobiography, (laughs) I hope that I leave something about genetics. You you learn a little something about genetics. Is, is like is it too much to ask to learn a little about genetics in every book <laughs> my thing is like you know if you're even a little bit interested in genetics <laughs> like <laughs> like my big problem with tale of two cities not enough this is my only problem what a book so many pages nothing about genetics classic book you're not gonna read a john dong about genetics <laughs> A Joe Doe. <laughs> Dude, Brett the Hitman Hart wrote a biography. 900 yeah. pages at least. Uh-huh. The first 600. Turn down my mic a little bit. Okay. <laughs> All about his family, and it's too much. It's every member of his family <laughs> is in the outline. It could have been. There are a thousand small biographies within the Brett the Hitman Hart biography about Every member of his fucking family. And I think that's too much. It takes you out of it. I haven't gotten to the good. I bought the book three years ago and I haven't gotten to the good part. Yeah. Because I refuse to skip around because it's not a fucking scary story as you could tell in the dark book. It's a biography. Yeah. You gotta you gotta see the beginning of Forrest Gump to appreciate the end of Forrest Gump. But also like I don't retain much knowledge to begin with. Turn the page, it's gone. (laughs) It's gone. Gone. But what I do retain personally is, um, and we'll get to you in a second, is what I retain personally is like, you know, like more specific things about what I'm actually interested in. And that's the point. The point is, is that, and back to genetics really quick. (laughs) No, seriously, seriously, I have a point to make about genetics. I really do. Because if you like Jim Henson... (laughs) I'm sorry, I'm just thinking. You're wondering how I'm going to get to genetics. These guys are in this conversation. 
They're like, what the fuck kind no, no, of podcast no, no. is just this? Just doing their work, right? Just real quick. And then they look at each other for a split second and be like, I would never hang out. I'd never hang out here. You know how there's like nerds and then there's like nerds. People who talk about being nerds. Anyway. And then there's people who talk about genetics. <laughs> Is this the most genetics has been brought up on any podcast? Dynamic genetics. <laughs> Genetic banter. <laughs> Welcome back to Genetics Banter. Is that, that the name of this episode? Yes, this should be called please. Genetics Banter. Oh, I'll make sure that Write happens. that down. All right, so look, this is the point I'm going to make about genetics, though. For real. I can't wait. Jim Henson it was an amazing artist. Oh, shit, you don't have your phone. I'm going to write it down then. Jim Henson was, was an amazing artist. an amazing artist, artist who made... Arguably, some of the greatest family entertainment of our time. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, you have to wonder where that comes from. Mm-hmm. You have to wonder how was one man able to create such a legacy. You're making a great point. And, <laughs> you know, some people might be interested in figuring out, like, well, who in his family before he came around yeah. was, like, artistic, who create, who used to, like, who did arts and crafts? So I like, know everything about all. Yeah, of like people. where did where did this art, this visual and physical and emotional artist, yeah, come from? Like, who? What was his family like? Yeah. So, like, you know, I get it. I get that you'd want to like go. I mean, but dude, they're talking about like his fucking great, 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 great grandpa. And it's yeah, like, yeah, and yeah. how he like went to college in the twenties <laughs> okay. and went to, and took dramatic classes and like, you know, and it's like, all right, fine, but I'm not going to remember any of that. <laughs> no, no, you know it. You were able to tell me. Yeah, but I'm not, I couldn't tell you any details other than like the guy took a drama class. Like, like who? That's one God sentence. forbid I'm single in any time soon in the future Mm -hmm. but no one is gonna want to like talk to me in a bar and have me go like did you know jim henson's great 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 grandfather went to school in kentucky you're right but the person who does want to talk about that shit and then you pull that out they'll never forget that's true but nobody wants a know-it-all guy to be like, well, Jim Henson's uh, great-grandfather, you know? Here's the first There's line. There's no way to tiptoe around it. Of what that biography should have been. This will save you 30 pages. Okay. My grandfather took dramatic classes. I think that's where it came from. <laughs> Two, that's two sentences or yeah. one sentence with a semicolon in the but middle. But people who are into genetics are like, <laughs> I think there's more. Here. I need more. <laughs> I think there's a little more here. <laughs> let's delve. Anyway, I like I like the book a lot. Um, let's and I connect can't the wait dots. More about a little oh, let's bit connect more. the dots about Zoya and Lost. Okay, really quick because this is what I want to talk about. I thought Last you were night... going to ask me where Zoya's great grandfather took dramatic. <laughs> yeah, classes. tell me about. I need to know Zoya's <laughs> genetics. Um, Small and Albanian. <laughs> perfect. Um, and that's even shorter than I would have thought. Um, so I was uh, last night. I went to the premiere of The Great Wall, the new Matt Damon movie, where a white man comes and helps <laughs> Chinese people defeat monsters. Build a wall. Yeah. Uh, uh, but Rob Fee and I went together, and while I was there, I got a text from Zoya uh-huh. that was like, "What? Uh, what episode? What on? episode are you on on Lost? Because I am just breezing through." She is. She's every time we're not talking, she's watching her iPad with her headphones. Oh, in. perfect. Yeah. yeah. I she's and so I got very excited because uh-huh. 
Um, not just because I love Zoya and I want her on one of these podcasts and I want to communicate with her on a, on a microphone, <laughs> yeah. uh, as well as in real life all the time. Yeah. Uh, but w- the first time show where we're rewatching lost, um, has not had a girl on it yet uh-huh. <laughs> at all. And we've had so many neck beards on the show yeah. and we have not had one fucking girl. And th- which is not to say I don't know any girls who watch lost or who have watched no, lost. Be, I'll clear the air right now. Steve hates women. I just hate women. And that's the point. That's the whole thing. It's in my genetics. Guys, let's do a sponsor spot now. <laughs> but um, No, like the thing is, is like I, um, there are four women on my list to be on the show and I have contacted all four of them several times <laughs> when when about to record the show at least a week in advance and ask them can you do this episode on this day and they yeah. say yes and then I say which episodes we're doing and they go perfect and then the day of literally there are no shows like all of them just don't show up they or- just they well it's like a Skype thing so it's not like they have to be here so it's like one of those things where we're like, well, it's even less of a commitment. So not hard at all. Like yeah. you just Skype in and, uh, but it's been so tough, man. You don't say yes to a Skype thing if you can't make right? it. Right. I mean, that's the thing. I mean, I, there's been some good excuses and good reasons, but like at this point I'm just like, man, I got, come on, we got to have some girls on this show. Like mm-hmm. I want a female perspective on this show. Well, great. Uh, Zoya's just a great. She never did anything on the internet. Like yeah. not even really Facebook updates. Until we started doing our the original Welcome to the Podcast, yeah. which was like five years ago by this point. Oh, shit. And now she's like just the coolest person to have on a podcast because she doesn't know how to like put it on. She just She's talks. just being herself. Always. Because yeah. that's what she does. That's what I found so pleasant about her episode of Dynamic Banter, too, mm. is that you guys have a great dynamic obviously well uh, we hope have you to do. be on the show <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's the number one rule of having a guest on this show <laughs> yeah. that's why we didn't have DJ in studio <laughs> I don't know if you've ever tried to stand in front of DJ and have a conversation but it's damn near impossible well, it's just a distance thing you can't it's hard to his head is so far away from your head yeah you need one of those old timey 1920s like <laughs> horns to stick in your ear brass horn yeah in order to hear him yeah um but uh and also i don't know if you guys know this but bigger things are also slower so his voice is pitched down yeah and uh on a bit of a lag isn't that funny have you ever noticed when there's giants <laughs> they're, they're always in slow motion sound like a slow tape. <laughs> why are they always in slow motion <laughs> giants yeah like reaching for the thing like well, why think about why how slow? how long uh, the message takes to get from your brain to your muscles when you're big. <laughs> Ask Tom Hanks. There's a there's a documentary. That would be about my it. first question to Tom Hanks. The, my first two questions to Tom Hanks would be number one, and you can answer these in any order you want, Mr. Hanks. First of all, it's an honor. Second of all, okay, so here are my two questions. Sorry, I'll make this quick. Great to be here. I'm Tom Hanks. Thanks, Tom. Uh, can I call you Tom? Well, okay. So here are my two questions, very quickly. Um, when you were big in big, uh. is it true that it takes longer for your brain to send messages to your mouth because you're so much bigger? And the second part of the question is, okay. how did the visual effects wizards make you big in that movie? Like, how did the special the special effects are so amazing from when you were a kid in the beginning to when you're a big man the whole rest of the movie? How did those visual effects work? Um, okay. Uh, ha! 
God. Thanks. That we got our sound clip. Thanks, Mr. Hanks. That's all you need. Would you mind giving us a quote for the podcast that we could put like on a on a poster when we do live shows? Uh yeah. Uh, <laughs> you know what, man? It's not a bad Tom Hanks. I'm gonna do that if we do it uh, another commentary. Oh, you'll just Tom be Hanks. Tom Hanks. I'll be Tom and Hanks. And the whole time you'll just do that. I love it. Let's do it. Um I wanna, so, sorry, go ahead. Oh, well, what were you gonna say? Something different. Okay. So if you were still on this. Well, I was gonna go back to Zoya and Lost really quick. Um, <laughs> but I was also gonna mention how some people want us to do commentarium on this movie called Heart Beeps, um, which is a movie starring Andy Kaufman and Bernadette Peters. And they're, okay. they're both robots. Oh. And it's a really, really, <laughs> really bad movie. And um also, I don't I like I really want to do it. And Owen and I were talking about it, and Owen was saying like I like I would want you guys to do it just to see Mike's just to experience Mike's reactions mm-hmm. to how painfully slow the movie is <laughs> and how dreadfully like just the pacing is god awful. Is it on purpose? Because it's Andy no, Kaufman? No. Is he fucking with no, everybody? No, 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 no. Not, not on purpose. No. I don't think he had much control over the over, <laughs> m- over that movie. Did I think he, look he just got a paycheck. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Yes. Yeah, okay. But, uh, <laughs> but, but I don't think we can do it because no one will ever be able to find the movie to watch with us. It's not like a YouTube thing? No. It's not I don't YouTube think so. Red. If it's on YouTube, then maybe I'll you consider it. You can't use it. your free trial to watch it on YouTube Red? <laughs> Without ads and in the background. I could either watch Rhett and Link's buddy system <laughs> or, or Heartbeat. This Heartbeeps movie. Um, I mean, so Owen and I were debating if it's worth it. And you guys let us know what you think. But is it worth it to still do a commentarium mm-hmm. if you wouldn't if it would be very hard for you to watch along with us? Like also, would you want to still hear yeah, us? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And a lot of you are listening to this on your phone right now, and it's so easy to just listen to the audio of this and go on Twitter right now and hit us both up and be like, fucking yeah. Yeah, do it. Sounds awesome. <laughs> yeah. Really take a minute, pause the podcast if you have to, <laughs> and think about if that would really be a good idea. Yeah, I honestly, like Mike's joking around, it's funny, no. but but really Steve, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> like really think about if that's what you want. Um Steve, I'd like to make it clear that I'm not joking right now. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay, uh, so Really quick, back to Lost. Um, so Zoya said she's breezing through it, and yeah. it, I got so excited because of the lack of female interaction on the show, and Zoya's great, and I would love to have her on the show. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, we're in season three, episodes 10 and 11, yeah. I think, which is where we're at. And she's every like, episode shit. is two, two. episodes. Yeah, every, every podcast we cover two episodes, and she was like, shit, I'm not there yet. And I was like, well, please hurry. Like, please just keep watching and get through, and I would love to have you on. Yeah. So it sounds like maybe she's going to try to catch up, and if she does, it would be absolutely great. She is, and she's show. so into it. You would think that it's like she's watching it like she's watching This Is Us. Oh, like great. Like it's new, like it's brand new. That's perfect. And uh, she loves it. She gasps audibly, yeah. and I always think it's at like funny things that I'm saying or doing <laughs> in the video game that I'm playing while she's watching on her iPad. I'm like, yeah, it was awesome, right? And I'll turn around, and she'll be, she'll take an earbud out, she'll be like, Saeed. <laughs> and uh, I'm like, why is his beard always perfect if they're lost on a desert <laughs> island? And then she'd be like, uh, "Shut up! I'm gonna watch the. I'm going back to watching the show." So this is this is like everyone's I'm, too good looking and kempt for okay. that show. Well, listen. I what you're saying is are things that like Owen brings up a lot that yeah. people are really good looking. I mean, we talked about it in the early episodes of of the podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But 
You're right. Maybe one average right. person. Would I mean, help Hurley. Me. Hurley is. Hurley's the bigger, that's not the an bigger a- guy. Do you, that's an average person to you. <laughs> you see a thousand people, and most of them look like Hurley. I'd say like not average, but more real. If the state puff marshmallow man smoked weed, <laughs> that's Hurley. That's Hurley. <laughs> so I want to ask you something. This is these were the dots I was I was trying to connect dots. earlier. Uh, do you watch it with her? I watch every fifteenth episode. Okay. So nothing makes sense. But have you seen a full episode? Yes. Okay. Several. So what are your thoughts? It's like 21, but not as interesting. Or 24. <laughs> 24, yeah. yeah. It's like 24 if nothing happens. 21's the prequel to 24. <laughs> <laughs> 21 is uh, Kiefer Sutherland takes a nap in the middle of the day. <laughs> Halfway through the, through 21, uh, the showrunners were like, I think we'll get out a little bit more time to the show. <laughs> we'll get out of here early, you guys. I think we're doing good. Let's add the... Uh, Three more hours to so the show. So it's a show where uh, each episode happens uh, episodically, right? It happens chronologically. <clears throat> each episode is an hour each, but they only greenlit us for twenty-one episodes. <laughs> so, but they said if all goes well, uh, we might get a couple hours. We could skip lunch. <laughs> it's just an hour of Keeper Sutherland thinking really hard and eating a chicken salad sandwich. <laughs> All right, listen. I've got to do. Um, I got to do a sponsor read really, really quick. When um, we come back, it's my full unadulterated review of Lost. For Honor. Oh no, that was my review of Lost. Oh, was it? Because I want to know what your thoughts are for real. Okay. Okay. So hang when on. we come back. Okay. Guys, this episode of Dynamic Banter is brought to you by Squarespace. God, I love Squarespace. It's so helpful. I just fucked with my website this morning. Did you really? Yeah, probably can't say F. Just bleep that one out. No, please. you can. I mean, I've never heard not to. It's no an organic integration. You it can't, is, you can't yeah. help what's going to come You know out. what, man? We are who we are, and we're punk rock. You know what I did this morning to my website? What'd you I'll do? Because it's so easy. Tell it took me. me five minutes, maybe less. Tell me. I have a Bands in, in Town account, mm-hmm. which I put all my stand-up shows, so you could see an RSVP to all these stand-up shows. Really? Yeah. And That's I cool. I put a block... That pulls all my dates and information so I don't have to upload them in a million different places. Yeah. Right from Bands in Town, I could just paste it right into or embed it right into my site. No So you way, go and you click man. on tour and it's just a scrolling list and it has all the information. It's fucking awesome. Ugh. Dude, you're making me jealous. I kind of want to get into it. Well, don't compare our lives. Website. I'm just saying Squarespace <laughs> is the best website I'm creator I've ever used. I'm of how much further you are in business sense. And in and in the and how much of a grasp you have on your brand and your business? I just I just do things. I could show you my bank account and make you feel better about yourself. <laughs> Listen, I didn't say it was ideal. I said it was right. <laughs> I just said you're doing things with your website. <laughs> the way you're doing things with your business seems correct to me. Thank you. So, guys, Squarespace, make your next move. Make your make your next website. Um, so you get. We've talked about Squarespace before. We've they're a proud sponsor of the show, and we like them so much. We obviously uh, love to uh, pimp them out. And we have a nice little relationship going. And um, th- the thing is, is I'm sure you guys, you already know about their award-winning designer templates. You can create beautiful websites or an online store with their award-winning templates. So if you want to sell some stuff or if you've, you're making things or you've got collectibles or whatever and you want to just easily sell them and not worry about eBay and all that, the middleman and fees and things, you can create your own store and that's great. Um, and they've got their own templates, which means you don't have to know anything really about web design. You don't have to worry about 
how to make the background look a certain color. Or I want a minimalist website, but I don't know about the rule of thirds. Yeah, or like I want it to look good. I don't want it to look like an amateur made it. Well, the templates are so easy. You just literally go through a list of what the website should look like and what you like, and then boom, you click it, and there it is. You don't want to pay some person to make a beautiful website who's going to be snarky about it and return your phone calls once every three months. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. And guys, even better, uh, you don't have to have like a special app or a special program or install anything on your uh, computer or have plugins or all that other garbage. The website, uh, the Squarespace website has everything you need yeah. literally there. Here's what you need, computer.internet. Yeah, it's just, I don't think it could be easier. They also still have their 24-7 customer support, I was just told. They still provide that award-winning 24 hours a day, seven days a week customer service. And I can't really begin to d- explain why that's, a, that's an absolute amazing asset from mm-hmm. a company. I had a terrible issue issue with Sony and PlayStation when I was uh during the Christmas break someone hacked my PlayStation account right. and um I tried to get a hold of Sony to get my account back and they weren't available for weeks and they weren't available on the weekends and it's east coast time and now we're, and it, it just it was make them watch it, it? it no it sucked yeah guys it's simple to set up it's used by a wide range of creative people and businesses, musicians, designers, artists, restaurants, and more. Mike Falzone himself has a Squarespace site. Comedian. Comedian. Uh, SourceFed also uses Squarespace. Phil uses Sourcebase. Sourcebase. <laughs> oh, no. Phil uses Squarespace as well. And um, so, yeah, a lot of your favorite people are all using this stuff, and I think it's great. So, guys... If you want to get in on Squarespace, and I think that you should because it's just smart and awesome and really easy. And, you know, I mean, if you've thought about starting a website for any reason at all, this is really the way to do it. Listen, Steve. Yeah. Shut up for a second. I'm going to say one thing. Go ahead. That's going to sell this. Okay. The only way making a beautiful website could be easier is if the technology existed that if you thought about how you want your website to look, and then it was just like that. Yeah, no, you're right. From your thoughts to your computer. You're right. It's almost as easy as just thinking about it. But that doesn't exist. So this is the next easiest thing. Yeah. And I bet Squarespace might be the first to like implement that technology someday. They got the thoughts plugin. It's already so easy that the only way to make it easier is to make it a thought thing. Right. So guys, with all that said... You can start your free trial today at squarespace.com, enter the offer code BANTER, and you will get 10% off your first purchase. So if that's not awesome, I don't know what is. Guys, please check it out. Please go to squarespace.com, make your next move, make your next website. Basically, Lost is a cool show, but I don't get it. (laughs) You asked me the other day, you texted me, and you were like, is the guy that plays Locke a good actor? Before we get into that, okay, Lost is as a series is like the prologue for an autobiography. (laughs) How dare you for everyone on the show for everyone on the show. You get, but at the very least, but at the very least what they're doing is, is they're giving you insight into what it's all about the show. Uh huh. Like the Jim Henson biography thing is like, this is all about Jim Henson's grandpa and what Jim Henson's great grandpa did. And this is not really going to matter when you're in on page 200. We're almost to his parents on page 200. (laughs) Yeah. 
So like with Lost, it's like everything you're learning about these people is going to matter later in the show. Until... Are you playing that game where when you say until I have to add an until <laughs> I I'm, I'm only playing because I, I know what I would say, but I don't know enough about the show to make a point where everyone universally would go. Yeah, me too. I mean, look, the, the show ha- is con is controversial. Was that a knock on my door? Oh, but I like the way you looked over your glasses. This is a knock. There's something. It's a knock fridge. <laughs> yeah, it's a knocking fridge. It's a haunted knocking fridge. That's a nocturnal fridge. Um, uh, it's a controversial show. All right, it really is because some people loved it until the very end and then hated the end. Some people watched it to season three and couldn't stand season three and never watched it again. Mm-hmm. And some people love it no matter what, despite its faults. How many seasons are there? There's six. Yeah. Great. So I absolutely loved it. Owen was disappointed, and Brett has never seen it, but so far he likes it. Almost every long-running show has a disappointing final season or final episode, so you'd think people would get over that by now. I mean, the problem is is that... People don't know how to end shit. Not only that, maybe they know how to end it, but there's no way to please everybody. If you're writing a series, and listen up, because I know there's a lot of Dan Trachtenbergs out there listening to And a lot of them this. listening, yeah. More specifically... I know there are a lot of writers listening to the Cloverfields podcast. (laughs) Yeah. So So hopefully one or two came over here. If you're writing a television series, and I'll put these down. That's too many to hold. If you're writing a television (laughs) series, start with the last episode, please, and make it the greatest fucking thing you've ever written, and then work backwards backwards. for the rest of your career. Interesting. I wonder if that would work. Six. It's six. You're holding six coasters at once, and it's a lot. And I'm concerned. Why do babies grab your finger hard? <laughs> Why do you think they do that? When you put your finger in their palm, why do they grab your hand? It's the only thing they know how to do, and they do it so well. <laughs> if you touch a baby's palm, you're going to get gripped. <laughs> Dude, if you don't like getting grabbed, like snatched up, don't go near a baby's oh, palm. you reminded me about something, and then we'll get to that game you want to talk about. But remember we when we were coming up the I stairs to get in here? I absolutely <laughs> hate it. So, okay, we were, we were talking about Mike and I when I went to get him from the Creepy G. Uh, you touched my face in a funny way because you were like, oh, you got a haircut and you're clean. And like, and then you, at first you were just doing it as like, oh, you wanted to just give me a little touch or something. But then you put your whole palm on my face. Yeah. And then I put my hands up too. (laughs) And we both held our hands onto my face. Onto your face. Like in silence outside together. And then we had a laugh because that was funny and weird. Yeah. And then I asked you. Very much something that we would do. Yeah. So it's one of the things we do. Yeah. And it's just funny. And, you know, we're weird and and we got a good dynamic banter. Uh, But I like, I I mean, I don't like, it's not like I like, like it's my thing, but I don't mind if people touch my face. Anyone. Like, if anyone wants to touch my face. Homeless guy. You know, I mean. Hollywood Boulevard. Listen, there's some, there's certain stipulations, I feel like. But, and also. Push-ups on a gym floor. Here I come. (laughs) 
Look, I don't, I'm not really concerned. Like, I feel like, you know, if you've got some gross germs or something, I'm going to all, and I've never had them introduced to my body genetics, then I will at least build up a slight tolerance to it. What have you known me to ever have germs? Do you think just because you were sick two times a week and it was definitely my fault? Mike, you know what? You are. You don't have germs. You are the only man on this planet that doesn't have germs. I told Bree that you being sick was one hundred percent my fault. Yeah. Yeah. Do you, do you want to talk about it a little bit? No, that's the whole thing. Because can I say that um, my brother? I'm gonna put my brother on blast. Um, my brother is one of those guys who, um, back in the day when we lived together, still at home. And we would bring our girlfriends around and such. My brother would be the weirdo that would be like, I would have my girlfriend over and she would like sneeze or cough or something. And then my brother would like, look at, he'd give me a look. <laughs> and then I'd look over at him and I knew what he was doing. And then he, like he would be like, hey, hey, Steve, come here, man. Come here. And I'd be like, oh, here we go. And I'd go over to He's Frank. whispering loud enough and for everyone to hear. No, he, would, he was careful <laughs> about this. He would take me into another room and yeah. he'd be like, hey, dude, um, hey, is your girlfriend sick? <laughs> Every time somebody is like, <clears throat> I swear to God, to God. Yeah. And I'd be like, no, man, no, she's not sick. She, uh, I don't know, maybe it's like a little ha- allergy or something in her throat or something. Sure. Oh, okay, okay, all right. Um, okay, cool, 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 man, cool. And and if in the off chance, it turns out yes, my girlfriend or friend is sick, my brother would let's do the bit again. My brother would call me over. Hey, man, come here for a second. Yeah. Hey, dude, um, is your friend sick, man? And I'd be like, yeah, yes, he's sick. Um, he uh, yes. Okay, well, you're gonna pay more rent this month. <laughs> No, he would be like, dude, come on, man. Why'd you invite him? Why'd you invite him over? It's like, well, I'm like my friend and I want to hang out. <laughs> yeah, but dude, come on. Are you fucking you gonna get us sick, man? Fuck, man. All right, whatever. You go Fine. into a hospital, it's full of sick people. You think any of them have friends? <laughs> so he like would go into his room and just slam it and be mad at me. How sick was he as a kid? Not very, ever. Like, I was the sick one. Yeah. I would get sick way more than he... I had pneumonia. I had um, anemia once. I anemia? Had, anemia is when you were of an iron deficiency. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you can catch anemia? I caught it. No, I mean, but I was like sick. Like a butcher? Like, I had illness. Like, you could say anemia is like an illness, I guess. You could yeah, call yeah, it that. Yeah. It's an like, ailment. Like, it, not necessarily like a, a, a contagious one, but it's like Frank was never really ill much. Yeah. I mean, he had his tonsils out one time. Whoa. Um, but, and he was laid out for quite some time. Uh, but yeah, like I've never been the type of person that is, uh, paranoid about sickness. Like if my friends are sick yeah. and they want to come over, I'm like, come and on over. I don't give a fuck. On your couch yeah, while you're come playing. sneeze on my couch. <laughs> like if you guys, I'm serious. If you guys watch the Resident Evil VR video that yeah. I put up, both of them that both feature Mike in the background, you rarely see him, but, I'm Wilson. but he's there. Um, he's definitely sick. Definitely like, sick. Like, very, very, very sick. If you pan the camera over, you still wouldn't be able to see me. Because you'd be covered with tissues. The mound of tissues. Just mound. Who's that hilarious mound of tissues? <laughs> <laughs> that will definitely get you, you sick. You gotta get that tissue man back on the show. <laughs> but that's definitely where I got my cold, and I don't care. 
I don't care at all. Well, I'm like, sorry. I, um, you know that I'm sorry. Oh, yeah, I know. And I know you don't want to. And I know you didn't mean to. <laughs> you don't want to be sorry. I know you don't want to be sorry right now. And you're doing it for the podcast. <laughs> it's too early to be sorry. <laughs> no, but like I know that like the thing is, is like no one means to get their friends sick when right. they're sick. Mm-hmm. And like. You know, whatever. Maybe the nicer thing to do is be like, is to say like, you know what? I'm sick. I probably shouldn't come over. Yeah. But it's like, I wanted you over and I wanted to have fun with you. And you were obviously well enough to want to do that too. I had a great, that's all I wanted to do that day. Perfect. So we had a great time and I have no, I don't care at all. But there are people in my life who are like, (laughs) you got me sick, you piece of shit. Fuck you. And then they won't talk to me for like a week. You know what else those fucking people say? I'm a germaphobe. (laughs) Here's I'm gonna I'm gonna say something it's right okay. now. It's okay. It's okay. I don't care if we alienate everyone who's ever all four billion listens of this podcast. <laughs> yeah, most popular podcast on iTunes, number one, seven weeks in a row. Don't ever say congratulations to Joe Rogan for that honor. <laughs> don't ever say one, you're a germaphobe. Two, you're a foodie. No one has ever been either of those two things. And those two. And things no one's been proud exist. of it. Right. Oh, oh, I can't come over. I'm not a big fan of germs. <laughs> as soon as you could find me the person who's like, give me all the germs, you're not allowed to be the antithesis of that person. Oh, oh you're a foodie? Okay. Okay. So, okay. So you find someone who hates food and then I'll call you a foodie forever. The end. Because you can find people that hate pizza. Yeah. Oh, like yeah. pizza is amazing. You, which is why you could say pizza is my favorite food. Exactly. And it makes sense. And it makes sense. You're right, Mike. It's That's not a an great original point. thought. It's not. Go on the internet and, and find somebody who doesn't like pizza. <laughs> You'll find one or two. Yeah. The thing is, is like it's so normal to love pizza. That it's... Find someone who hates pizza <laughs> who doesn't have an at AOL email address. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> uh, you're right, man. I ha- some people ask me if I'm a foodie. Like, are you a foodie? I'm like, I like food. I enjoy the act of consuming food. Yeah, you know, I don't know. I want to ask you a question, okay. and I think we're at the point in our friendship where you're smart enough to know why I'm asking you okay. this. Okay. But I still don't want you to take offense to it. All right, go for it. But I want to make a connection, a broader connection. Okay. You know how- You're connecting some dots? Fuck. I'm going to throw my- I'm going to ruin myself first. Okay. The shit sandwich. It's like if a white person asks, yes, this is a shit sandwich. Asks a black person like, man, I fucking, I love that new Usher song. You know what I'm talking about. And just assumes that the black person yeah, likes yeah. Usher because they're a yes. black person yes. and Usher is the most talented black person. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Or like, I love Denzel Washington, like out of nowhere. You know, you know. Just because like you wouldn't have said, I love Denzel Washington <laughs> yeah. to your white friend yeah, yeah. out of nowhere. But I'm not racist. But I love Denzel yeah. Washington. You're just like, and it's not racist to say that. It's not no. racist to like play to your to audience want to connect and yeah. make a stupid what you think obvious connection because yes. you're not good enough at social cues to yes. have a normal conversation make normal connections yes. like last night I, I, like i want you to make your point but i don't want to forget last night of I, I think we call it um um shit what's it called hold on hold on don't say anything it's called um it's not accidental racism it's like 
like a Freudian kind of it's, racism. Well, it's like something racist. Like what's the what's the word when it's it's like an even simpler word. It's like it's Sub- the the word where you're like um, um foodie racism. Accidental racism or it's sure. like it's like sensitive racism i don't know it wasn't really racist it's like when you ahead, accidentally God. people accidentally say racist shit all the time because yeah. it's always like cha- what you should say to other people well, i'm just gonna call it like, i'm gonna call it soft racism sure soft racism but go ahead what was where you know how when you're this? not racist at all you're woke it's like dro- groggy racism because <laughs> like you you know you it kind of that's where i'm at yeah okay do you think that person asked you if you were a foodie Cause you're a little on the the, the chubby on side. the chubbier side. Did you, Maybe. can you look at that person and be like, "Hey man, what if you looked at that person and said, "Hey man, uh, why did you ask me that? What would happen if I did that? I think. See, this then is then it would have been the like. If you want to connect all the dots, this is where me and you differ. This is where Zoya's oh, on so another you planet. Would have asked, so Zoya would have asked. I would have absolutely asked and then sat in the awkwardness and then at the end spend an hour being like, no, I know you didn't mean that. Yeah, I know but see, that and everyone that's the does thing. that. But, but then that that's person, where you live. But that's where I live. <laughs> but like your thing is, is like you realize you would have spent the next hour explaining, I was just kidding and I don't care. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. But the problem is, is that that person now is afraid to joke forever forever Forever. and for me it's like i don't want to do that but if that's a stranger i know i got enough friends that's true yeah 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 yeah. i'll keep that person in the middle of the teeter-totter forever it's fun to do that's hilarious it is fun to do (laughs) it's it is really fun to do that did you did that cross your mind at all like in fact no, but but now that you mention it, yeah, maybe it probably I'm is. the person because I brought up the <laughs> that this could maybe be a thing. Maybe I'm the person. Maybe it's okay. I don't know if it's okay anymore. <laughs> it's 2017. I don't know what's oh, okay. Oh no, Mike's having a catharsis right here on the podcast. <laughs> I'm having a cathartic experience. A cathartic experience. Um, I listen. Yeah, I um want to say that last night at the premiere of the movie uh i bumped into my friend uh uh flitz from uh uh smosh games okay and he brought his friend Derek, i believe is his name and they are two black gentlemen Derek comedy is it Derek comedy (laughs) no no are you talking about yeah i think you're talking about someone else but this guy was actually really funny though nice uh but they're two black gentlemen and uh we were sitting together at the movie and um, Derek said, I hope I'm getting his name right, man. I feel so bad if that's Maybe not actually John. his name, John. Uh, he said, man, when we were like, we walked the red carpet and then we came in and he's like, and this photographer who was about to take pictures of us asked, hey, are you the guys that did the score for the movie? They were like, like he started busting up laughing. Like he uh-huh. started laughing. Yeah. Because he's like, what movie do you think this is? <laughs> and why do you think these two black guys did the score for this movie? Yeah. And so he was like really laughing about it and then saying like, no, we didn't score the movie. Were they dressed like they could have been yes. music producers? Yeah, they were dressed like pretty stylish and cool and like hip. Yeah, yeah. So like, yeah, yes. it's. Po- I mean, if you were an ignorant, soft racist... <laughs> groggy racist (laughs) and so Derek says to me he's like it was okay because it was innocent racism that's what that's what it was innocent racism it was innocent racism because it was like it wasn't like 
she meant to be racist. Yeah. It was just that these stylish black guys look like they might make might, might make music. <laughs> <laughs> so, and why else would they be here if they didn't make the music for this movie? Well, they could be foodies. They could be foodies. They love inviting yeah. people from the internet yeah. to come watch the movie. It was good, man. It was I like a funny that. Moment. That's funny. And I love that they were like, we were totally okay with it because it was just like funny. See, that's good. When everyone can come together and like laugh at that kind of yeah. shit, yeah. that's good stuff. Yeah. Because that's just pointing out how we're all flawed Yeah, and we're just trying. At least she's trying. Yeah. You know, everyone's trying, I think. It's just there's different degrees of how far people will go to try. Yeah. All right, tell me about this game. That's really funny. Yeah. That's good. I, I'm sitting there thinking about this situation. I had something to add to it, but I don't remember what it was. Oh, no. I texted you yesterday to see if you played this game, For Honor. Yeah. For Honor is the type of game that I uh, would never normally play. I like sports games, but not all of them. I don't really play Madden anymore. I play basketball. I play wrestling, kind of, but it gets boring quick. Yeah. And, repetitive. Um, repetitive. And that's the problem I have with most games. Like, I kind of like the Call of Duty stuff. When I get to play with real people, when I yeah. get to play with my friends. Because then that's fun. You're you're yelling with your mm-hmm. friends and then shooting guys, and it's great. And they do, they have kind of mastered the system of, like, you're always earning something, even when the game is, like, obsolete, even when it's months down the line, uh, years down the line, they'll have, like, daily contracts or daily challenges. There's always a way to make the game feel new. Right. right. So that's kind of my number one thing is, like, I love, it's my my favorite form of, like, decompressing is to go play video games for a little while mm-hmm. on my friend's suggestion. He was like, you got to at least look up this game, uh, uh, for honor. It's like call of duty, but back in like game of Thrones, medieval times. Cool. The world is at war mm-hmm. and there are three types of people. Mm-hmm. There are, Geneticists. There are Vikings, knights, and foodies, and <laughs> music producers. <laughs> <laughs> Vikings, knights, and samurais. Okay. So oh, the I think I have heard of this game, dude. It's like not a game that I would normally play. You're always like it's all hand to hand combat, and you're always in the middle of this war between these three factions. And you just run in, and you're in it. Yeah. And there are guys who are like kind of ancillary guys who are like the dudes in the movies who like, you know, Mel Gibson and Braveheart just glances them, just walks by them and they're dead. Yeah. Filled with those. And then there are heroes who are like massively bigger than these guys who are like commanders and shit like that. And those are each played by like a real person. Oh, and it's there's I'm, I can't go into all of it now because we would need a dedicated podcast. But it's so all I want to do is like go get better at it wow really it's incredible and so you're thinking about it a lot now because it's so fun i'm thinking about it a lot and this is my uh just so i'm not on this game's dick the whole time <laughs> yeah. this is my problem with video games now okay when i was a child and i'm fine with sounding old because guess what not 14 anymore <laughs> mm-hmm. i can go play excite bike and not need to be like well, I got to earn all the best bikes and I got to earn the best, you know, decals and get the the best helmet so I don't fall, so I can run faster when I get back on my bike. You could play Excite Bike for 15 minutes and get the same enjoyment out of playing For Honor for a year and a half. Wow, really? I just know that there are certain games, like the basketball one is another one that I have no problem playing forever. 
But you know for a fact, in order to go online and be better than everyone, you're going to have to play this game every day for six years. Wow. Every day. And you have to earn ruples and money, and you have to deconstruct your armor that you get so you can upgrade other armor. And you have to be thinking about it and on it to be any good. Mike, this is, you know what this is? <clears throat> this is a kind of not nerd discovering the joys of like a nerdy game oh no i've always known these things i i but, like, knew you've about, never really like, delved in this is every first of all my main point is every game is the same now there yeah. is no difference between and i'm dead serious about this nba 2k 17 and for honor medieval slash yeah grab just like there's game. no difference between like Fantasy football and uh, uh, D- Dungeons and Dragons, right. pretty much. Just like if you're a comic book nerd and you make fun of people who watch wrestling, you fucking idiot. Yeah, because it's very much the it's same. It's the same yeah, thing. it's very much the Only same. Only difference is you can shake hands with wrestlers. <laughs> well, and also wrestling. This has been History Road. <laughs> Um, I want to play. I wish I had the same system you did so we could play together. Here's another thing about that. Is it cross the, platform? There's a there's an aspect of it where the seasons, the online, the whole game is online. You can't play unless you have an internet connection, even if you're playing the story mode, right? Well, that, that singles me out. You don't have an internet I connection. I never had the internet. I hear it's great. Maybe you could hook up the phone to it. Hmm. Just plug the phone in. Well, I've got this cable. Uh huh. That's a. Will that work? That's why is it cut in the middle? Why is it a frayed um, wire? It was too long. That's not. Um, I can just tape it, and will it work? Steve, it's not gonna. Maybe you can get on. Just go down to Radio Shack and get a different cord because you can't just cut. Oh, uh, you know what? I'll go to Circuit City instead. Radio Shack's too expensive. Good. Maybe they could tape it up for you. So, forgot what I was talking about. <laughs> Oh, you're saying seasons? There's seasons? There's seasons, and there's a map that shows you which... You pledge allegiance to one of the three groups at the beginning. Okay. The first thing you do in the game. Okay. And then you're a part of that team forever. Exactly like the park in NBA 2K17. Oh, shit. And then what happens is every game you play online, it it looks like a giant... uh, uh, The world map looks like a risk map. Okay. And there are different factions taking over certain parts Uh and you could like place a bet down on yourself in a territory where your team is either as a stronghold or is like trying to take over this part of the map yeah then if you win it's like points to that oh for the whole faction right yeah and it's kind of like playing risk with everybody in the world oh cool across all seasons across all platforms love it So so it all it all adds up everyone's contributing to the same universe yeah everything you do has an impact on this giant game that everybody's playing wow that's great so we could sort of play together but not actually in the same we could play for the same cause we could play for the same cause or we could be destined to do battle forever that's great next we should cosplay Uh, guys it's time for history road History. <laughs> history. Two different histories or the same history, do you think? I think it's the same if I know Owen. 
It better be the fucking same. I didn't teach him that. In the comments below, is that two different histories? <laughs> Let us know. <laughs> okay, this history road comes from uh, Mark Anthony Lopez. Mark Anthony? Mark Anthony <clears throat> Lopez. He Left Eye Lopez's me. sister. Brother. <laughs> And he says uh, this history road is titled Urine a Pickle. And it's urine as in pee-pee. He says, hey, Mike and Steve, I'd just like to say I am absolutely enjoying the podcast. It is the perfect thing to listen to on a long road trip or a public bus. Thanks for the hours of hysterical entertainment. My name is Mark, and I'm from Los Angeles, California. And this is the story of the time I pissed my pants. <laughs> I hope you like it. I tried my best. I'm in already. This is 100% true. Mark, come out to a show sometime. Yeah, you should come out to a show. Mike puts on um, Comedy Friends show all the time. And Mike and I are planning some future stuffs, too. Yeah. Um, and we'd, we do it in L.A., for God's sakes. <laughs> Follow that boy on Instagram. You'll see. You're in a pickle. The fall, I'm sorry, fall, the year 2008. It's the bottom of the fourth inning at a local Little League game. Two outs. A 12-year-old boy by the name of Mark Shotguns, his second 32-ounce bottle of lemon-lime Gatorade. I thought it was Mark Shotguns. <laughs> like, his name is Mark Shotguns. You know Mark Shotguns. Can I make a comment? Yes. For you to have the wherewithal to know which inning it is in a Little League game is uh, accolades. Oh, you yeah. You deserve all the accolades. Interesting, because it's hard to tell. A scoreboard for a Little League game. <laughs> you just have to assume you know about when the game's going to end. That's so great. I love that. Uh, Mark shotguns his second 32-ounce bottle of lemon-lime Gatorade. Strike three. He runs out of the big... What a horrible time to drink. <laughs> <laughs> It's really, it really is. He runs out the dug. He runs out of the dugout to his designated position as center fielder. Uh, after the first pitch, he regrets every type of liquid he's ever drank ever. Now this leal boy is not known for his bladder of steel, but his heart of gold. What should I do? He thought. Pause the entire game just so I could take a two-minute tinkle. No. For the sake of the team, I will hold. I will stand strong. His best case scenario would have been three consecutive outs, a quick run to the toilets, and be back without anyone knowing the pain he endured standing on the field with a gallon of sports drink between his legs. <laughs> Minutes pass, and there, are, there he stands, legs closed like a vice. Please don't hit the ball towards me, he fears any quick movement he makes will cause an unwanted release of urine. The next pitch was right down the middle, a hard hit. Just my luck, as the ball falls towards him, he thinks... Mind over matter, mind over bladder. The ball is going to fall short. He dives head first to make the catch, then slides on the wet and muddy grass. His pants are now brown and moist. His teammate comes to help him up. Nice catch, but now it looks like you pissed yourself. Mark looks down. No! They water the grass before the game. I didn't pee my pants! Take it easy, Mark. I was only joking. Back at center field, he thinks. Damn, I do look like I pissed my pants. This baseball game has to end right now. I gotta drain this freaking hose. Maybe if I let's out a little, he won't have to go as much. <laughs> Good thinking. Now, anyone with testicles who has ever played a sports knows about cups. A cup is a little piece of plastic that is placed over the frankenbeans. <laughs> <laughs> for a little extra protection. <laughs> However, Mark had another purpose for his cup. With extreme concentration. Was he going to fill it? <laughs> With extreme concentration, he allows the smallest drips of liquid into his cup. 
The relief he felt was warm and oddly relaxing. Just a little more, he thought. <laughs> <laughs> then I'll hold the rest. Can you do that, Mike? I can't do it. It hurts. No, once you... No, it's bad. Like, I can't do it. It, it actually just hurts me to do it. You gotta do kegels. Oh, I'll learn. Uh, then I'll hold the rest. Two more drops. Then he contracted every muscle in his groin. The second out finally came. Just one more out, and he can make a break for the restrooms. He's crawling through the outfield at this point, <laughs> screaming in pain. Mark let out a sigh. The pain of holding it for so long was too great. He could bear it no more. Fuck it! The eruption was strong, and his stream was true. His cup overflowed. <laughs> a waterfall of piss appeared on his leg. In no time, his socks were soaked, oh, and his boy. shoes flooded. Only Donald Duck could appreciate this much kidney juice. Or Daniel, his older friend. <laughs> Danny Duck. The third out came too soon. Still wet, he sloshes back to the dugout. I've made a huge mistake, he says to himself. His coach comes at him with a high five and says, Nice catch, kiddo! Coach looks down. Thanks for diving into that puddle for the team! Mark could not believe it. He had just gotten away with peeing in his pants. His embarrassment turned into pride. Mark looked his coach in the eye and said, Anytime, coach. Anytime. And that's the story of the time I pissed myself. I Not embarrassed. That's a terrific story. That's a great story, Mark. I that's, was on the edge you know of my that seat. Is? That's a chicken soup for the soul. It certainly story. is. It certainly is. It's like a little fun short film. Yeah. Go get yourself published, kid. Mark, like you could turn that into a short film, and I think it would be very enjoyable. Especially if it ended with the coach giving you a high five, and you said, not right now, coach, I piss myself. <laughs> and then end. End. Cut to black. <laughs> yeah. And also, I think your your story was well written, and it was very funny. Your descriptions were funny. The short could have a voiceover where you hear everything in your head. And yeah. it, it's very good, Mark. Nice work. We're going to go ahead and animate this and uh, uh, sell it to Disney and take all the money. Sell it to Walt Disney. Sell it to uh, Mr. Sell, Walt I'm going to sell it directly to Walt Disney. He's around and he wants to buy it. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for that history road, Mark. And this has been History Road. History. History. Hey, really quick before we go, can you just listen to that bass line one more time? Absolutely. <laughs> Just pay attention to the bass line. History. History. That bass line is slapping that's, everywhere. That's a by the book. I wouldn't be surprised if a music teacher played that bass line on a keyboard. <laughs> That's how by the book that baseline is. That is a textbook baseline. Isn't it just jumping everywhere though? That guy's taking that thing for a walk. He is absolutely walking that base. He's outside. He doesn't even have bags. They're skipping. That base is skipping. It's a good one. That's a great a, that's baseline. That's a jug band baseline. It's a fucking great baseline. Somebody blew that thing into an old barrel with uh, three X's on it. <laughs> <laughs> Mike, this was a great episode. This was the most coherent episode of this yeah. show. Yeah. What happened to the men that came into my home? They never came back in. <laughs> I don't know. I, 
That's a terrific question. Yeah, I'm concerned. Uh, maybe I'll hear from them soon. Oh, that'd be nice. What if they were sleeping in your bed right now? I'd be like, well, I better not disturb them. Let's be quiet. Yeah, let's get out of here. Um, all right. Well, guys, thanks for listening to the episode. And thanks to Squarespace for sponsoring. Um, and uh, thank you, Mark, for the History Road. Uh, we will catch you guys next Friday. Uh, that's when we always pop up. And if you guys want to send us your own History Roads, you can do so by sending them to dynamicbanter at gmail.com. Or you can hit us up on Twitter at Dynamic Banter. Thank you, Mike. I appreciate you and everything you do and all of your love and happiness and your jokes. You're a funny man, and I appreciate you in life, and I would not trade our friendship for anything in the world. Gotta get going. I got a heart out. All right. Well, take care, guys, and we'll see you next time. That was a HeadGum Podcast. <laughs>